here. Welcome to the No Randoms Podcast, where you won't find a single random on the pod, but you also won't find the pod's co-host, Anton, today, because we're not actually sure where he is. Likely on daddy duty, and that's just fine, because you know who you do have. You got your boy, Kev, as always. And most importantly, we've got our man, Shad, filling in today, pulling double duty. What's up, Chad? How are you? And what have you been playing this week, my boy? I'm going to go ahead and say Diablo, obviously. Oh, and I've been good. Sorry to just yeah. completely disregard like the question. But no, I've been really good, man. I've been playing a lot of video games, having a lot of time to you, so it's been nice. Um, your boy's been playing FIFA. I'm seven games defeated in season uh, Division 1. So that's crazy. There's like 7,000 players in Division 1. This is and the I'm, last time you're playing FIFA, you realize. This. Yeah, I know. So I, I had to make it a Division 1, dude. I had to. So I was like, I've been playing that and pretty much like Diablo. And... Timberborn, I've been playing my beaver game, dude. <laughs> I saw you streaming that the other day, and I was like, Timberborn, that sounds bad. And I was like, is that the is that the beaver game? My I have fully lost my mind, Kevin. I have lost my mind when it comes to this game and the shit that I'm building. It's just stupid at this point. It's breaking the game. Like, the, the builds that I'm doing are so extreme that it's, like, breaking the game. The game's like, we can't process this. And I'm like, well. Oh, this is like beaver Minecraft. Essentially, yeah, yeah. It's Beefcraft. Beefcraft, dude. Hold on. What is this thing they're doing where they're sitting around a campfire? This is amazing. Oh, I have those. Dude, I have campfires on the ground. And what I'll do is I'll put campfires on like the on like the actual skyscraper building so they can go up there and like chill and like get a view. I that's just what I do, bro. <laughs> oh, and I've been playing only All up. Right. Only up to. That's the last game. Which we'll get to. I'm happy you did. I've been as you already know so well, I've been so heads down in our Diablo pod, which uh, part one coming out shortly, part two coming out shortly after that, but a little bit later. Uh, and then we'll do some more after that to get to three and four. We'll see how it goes. So deep in Diablo research. Like I was chatting with my wife and I was like, man, I spent so much time researching Diablo that I haven't played. Like I'm not playing it. You know what I mean? I think I'm like level 32, but I haven't played, I haven't played Diablo four in like four days. I have played, I probably put 15 hours into Diablo 2 of gameplay and significantly more time of research, which is like, I'm kind of laughing at myself because Diablo 4 is out and everyone's playing it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to play Diablo 2. But uh, it's, uh, it's a blast. I just, I feel like I'm far behind. That said, your boy's about to catch up. I'll take the mic over, even though I've already been going. Uh, if I had been playing anything, it would be Diablo here and there. Obviously, 4 and 2, like I just said. Just cop Diablo 4 on the Xbox. Now, this is counterintuitive. I can see your face. So now your boy's got it on PC where I can play with, like, just you. <laughs> and now I've got it on Xbox where I can play with just my family. But I still don't have it on PlayStation where I can play with the boyos. Uh, first world problems? Like, I don't know. I was like, what do I do? I'm not buying three copies. Sorry, boys. <laughs> That's too... I, I can't, I, morally, I cannot do that. Could you imagine? Uh, but I think the idea... Right, but like the chance to have you played it with Lynn? Uh, no, but I told her last night. I, I don't know to play if that's her, her style. Uh, it's definitely not. She's more of like a Uno FIFA kind of person. But like, I'm definitely. I told her I was like, we should definitely play together. Like, I think you would like it. It's literally two buttons, and she was just like, "All right, I'll think try it's it." Right? Yeah, I think it's going to be an amazing couples game. Like I said, shouts to to DC. He said he was playing with his wife, and I was like, genius. And I I actually learned doing our research that the game was couch co op. I didn't know you could play together on one screen. Oh, I and you either. can do that in the old ones too. Yeah, it's like you can straight up, if you and Lynn want to play on TV, like in the 90s, that's what I was like, wait, what? That, I'm going to play through the whole campaign. 
with B. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Like, what the fuck? How come no one told me I could do that? Yay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Holy so crap. We're going to do that, you know, in the bed. I'll be in, in bed and I uh, won't be so much where I'm not not with my family and playing Diablo. So I'll catch up. A little, little cross progression. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. But yeah, that's it. And then, of course, NFL rivals. You know, always dabbing into a little bit of rivals. Got to keep my score up. You know what I mean? That game is so good. We got some fun stuff coming there. All of that said, we are moving a little bit quicker. We have a slightly abbreviated pod for you today. We spent so much time doing our research on Diablo, and you guys are going to get double episodes for the next several weeks. Uh, so this one, we're going to move a little bit quicker than normal. Maybe that's why we don't have Anton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shad, would you take us into what did not make the show this week? Absolutely. With what did not make the show this week, we have X Defiant is hosting an open session from June 21st through 23rd. Roblox introduces 17 plus rated experiences that require verification. Microsoft is hiking the price of Xbox Series X and Xbox Game Pass. Nintendo Direct was amazing, of course. A sequel to 2018's Detective Pikachu is in the works for Nintendo Switch. And finally, six days in Fallujah creators are ready to release and defend the controversial shooter. That's what we have for what did not make the show this week. What do you think, Kevin? Any of these, uh, I guess show out to you a couple of oh, a couple of them right i'm under i wonder the same you know same for you of course uh i thought interesting roblox going for adult stuff i was like really i like i put these in and i was like these should have made the pot like i, I found them very late uh the roblox 17 plus thing um all right what are y'all gonna do with them boxes right and then again <laughs> one that i thought was was really cool was just the six days in fallujah we covered that on the pod like episode three you remember, like, way, way like legitimately episode one, two, or three. Um, but I'm hyped to see that. So, you know, keep eyes out. But it wasn't too deep of a story yet. So that's all for me. What about you? Anything you think should have been on the program? You know, I'm a, I, I don't have children, but I see other kids playing Roblox. And I'm really like, interested in what they do within the game and within the parameters of the game. So that I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do. If it's going to be, like, Call of Duty type of material. If it's going to be, like, weirdo creep material. I just kind of want to know where they're going with it. And then, obviously, the, uh, right. the Six Days in Fallujah, I'm stoked on that. Because I think it takes place in Iraq in 2004. So it's, like, it'd be cool to see being, like, a Middle Eastern person. If, like, I guess the areas are like accurate you know you play tony hawk and like a lot of like the areas like the la new york whatever they're not exactly the same but there's little variations so i kind of want to see stuff like that Mm -hmm. that'll be real i hadn't even thought about the environment really right because they like the story so controversial i'm looking out for that one so i think we really keep eyes on it and see when it comes out will be controversial for sure. So I'm sure it will, it'll make its way back. And I wonder if there's a new trailer out too. The article I saw, I skimmed over, but it said it's like they're ready to go. They said they're ready to release the game. So I was like, is there... Maybe we'll, we'll watch that next week and see if there's a new trailer. Bet. We're with it. All right, moving into our topic for this week. We've got some fun ones uh, in no particular order. EA Sports and EA Games are splitting apart. Uh, internal shakeup. Uh, the big games, reveals, and trailers from the Xbox Games Showcase. There's a new game taken over Twitch called Only Up. We'll talk about that. It's NFT adjacent. I wonder if you knew that part. Um, turns out that casual gamers are spending all the money. No surprise. That's why we make a podcast for casual gamers. There's more of us. Uh, and then what didn't make the show actually was X Defiant. We were going to talk about that, and I moved to what didn't make the show. So didn't make the show. Um, topic number one, Chad Rock. Want to hop in there? 
Yeah, totally. Uh, with you love to see it, Twitch's new favorite game, Only Up, is loaded with Goblin Town NFT art. Um, this is from Decrypt. There is a new indie game pulling a huge viewership on Twitch called Only Up, and it features loads of artwork from a notable NFT project. Only Up is a platform hopping PC game developed by a little known indie developer, SCKR Games, inspired by the classic Jack and the Beanstalk story that challenges players to continuously climb upward. Last week, Only Up set a new peak with 109,000 followers or total viewers on Twitch, including a pair of popular streamers, Agent Zero Zero and Miss Keefe, with around 20,000 viewers apiece. Did you hear anything about this, Kev? I played it a little bit. It's a pretty beautiful game and intense. I, well, I heard a ton about it. I have not played it. Hold on one sec. Yeah, totally. And like, honestly, the pod for anybody who's listening for this episode, like this game is, there's not really much of an objective other than just to go higher and higher and higher. And they just have all these crazy, ridiculous, like, I guess, patterns, variations, ways of being able to get to the very top. I don't ever think I've even seen people get to the top, but it's such a fun game that people are going and modding it and essentially creating like halfway points and making it so that if they follow the bottom, they don't have to fully start over. And dude, obviously people are like speed running this, which is wild because it's, I saw the autistic kid, like a severely autistic kid play the entire game and speed run it. And people were like, oh, this is totally fake. And he's like, this is not fake. Let me show you it's real. And he just jumped off and he did it again. I was like, oh my God. So crazy, dude. It has been nuts. I have been, I have been seeing some clips. I think maybe you guys shared one in the group chat this morning. I don't know where I, you saw that guy that, or maybe I saw that on Twitter, the guy that was like, cook, 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 cook. You see that video? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I might have seen it on like, I might have seen it on TikTok or something like that. He did this guy. He's like way at the top. It just misses a jump. And he did like, he can tell he's missing it before he quite, quite misses the, the point he's hitting. And he's, he's like in the air and he just goes, cook, cook, cook. And he just keeps saying cooked all the way down and it gets louder and louder. He got so mad. I was like, yo, this game looks like it would drive me crazy. Uh, I haven't played it and I'm not going to play it. This looks like another one of those flash in the pan games that I'm a big fan of hearing about. I'll watch some videos. I don't got enough gaming time for that. And the time I do have, I'll spend it on some other things. Um, but it looks like it's really exciting. The NFT part to me, I think is completely useless and random. I don't care about that at all. Like that doesn't make this game better. Whatever. That's like a random, to me, it's kind of distracting. Uh, but I do wonder if this company calls themselves sicker games. I, I honestly, that'd be really cool. Sicker games would be like a really cool name as opposed to like, I was looking at it like soccer, soccer games. That would make no sense. I was, so I was like S C K R. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> We want to make sicker game. I would have gone with SCKR too. Yeah, sicker is way like games. kind of good branding. Sicker games. They're probably it's probably like their initials or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Where it is soccer. Hey, Sick clever guys. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right, we'll slide over into industry business news. This I thought was super interesting, and I mean the headline says it all. Um, so new data released by PwC shows that traditional games make up only twenty six point seven percent of the revenue earned by the U.S. games industry, the vast majority of 2022's $54.1 billion coming from social or casual games. Esports, meanwhile, contributed just 0.8%. Added together, that total also shows just a 2.4% year-on-year increase, the slowest growth in five years, which isn't great news. That part doesn't worry me at all. Uh, as reported by GamesBeat, PwC's report shows that social and casual gaming 
brings in an astonishing $37.1 billion per year, making up 69% of the global gaming market. Does this surprise you at all? Honestly, no. I mean, like you said earlier, bro, like casual gamers, you know, and the older we get, you know, we have families, we have jobs. We don't go from being, we're not like competitive gamers. I think the majority of gamers out there, even our, all of our friends, although we are competitive, we're just casual gamers. So yeah, like it doesn't surprise me. It makes me really happy to know that there's this type of community that are like people just like me, people just like you. There's no, right? No confusion. Like again, in terms of even thinking about like, I am I might end up, and I'll be really upset. I might end up buying three copies of Diablo. <laughs> Think about that's before skins. That's before microtransactions. Yeah, all oh, the microtransactions. Uh, I have a job. Uh, but I work so much, I don't have that much time to play. And so if I'm going to play, I also need it to be, to be convenient. So maybe I have one in there, and I have one in this room, one in that room. You're getting more money from the people that have more, you know, again, whether or not they're even playing the games, right? I'm not even, most of the games I buy, I don't spend that much time playing them. It's for an experience or to dip in. I even buy things to support my friends who made the games, right? We do the same thing with records. I might not play it, but I am supporting. Earning money is different than making a great game or having a great, a great audience or, you know, player base. All those things are different. But in terms of where does the money come from? course it's casual gamers i mean the people that spend the money on kid games are parents they're casual the best you know yeah uh so this really didn't surprise me and again i I mean i think it's interesting that the there's so much content out there for esports which is fine i mean again if you think about athletes right like the majority of people that play sports are casual athletes right like the vast majority it's not even close but we still watch the best of the best on TV. It's still it's still important. So I was like, this doesn't surprise me at all, I guess. But esports, few people, yeah, duh. Uh, and the hardcore gamers are the ones looking for discounts. Broke asses. Just kidding. <laughs> What's your broke asses? Which is me. I don't like, you know, I feel that. Either way, moving on. This one I thought was really interesting and is, uh, man, it's a, new, it's a new era, right? But I guess with all these, I guess it makes sense. Either way. Um, huge news coming out of the EA camp. This comes from IGN. Electronic Arts is undergoing a major internal shakeup, announcing today in a message from CEO Andrew Wilson that it is realigning its major studios and its leadership structure in an effort to empower their creative teams. The reorganization includes splitting EA games and EA sports, with the former being renamed EA Entertainment, and a signal that EA intends to expand beyond games where possible. Shad, are you going to miss EA? No. EA Games is gone forever? No. Bye. <laughs> Why not? Bye, Felicia. Um, no, I don't know. I, I honestly, I've been thinking something like this should have been happening for a long time. Like EA has such great titles, but there is always a little bit of inconsistencies. And I noticed they're trying to get in more in the entertainment realm. So it's like, hey, by all means, do your entertainment, do all that. But also, because you guys make great sports games, maybe it's good that you guys separate them and focus on the new sports games that you guys are going to be putting out, i.e. the soccer one coming out, the NCAA one coming out. I think that's great. I think having them split like that is great. I think, it, I mean, I think when you put it that way, it makes a lot of sense. For what it's worth, regular EA doesn't have a cool tagline like EA Sports, it's in the game. You know, EA, EA Entertainment, it's in the it's in the fun. I don't know. It's, a, it's in the coding. I don't know. What are they going to say now? What's going to be their new motto? <laughs> you should think of it for them. They're going to have to get to work. Oh, if they want to pay me, that's what I do. Get your branding on. Hmm. Um, 
No, I think I think that's. I mean, it's kind of a it's a pretty big deal. I feel like for them and for us, it's there's just so so many shakeups going on over there. And I think I'll get into this. I'm switching screens here. I'll get into this uh, a little bit more because I think they're just kind of going through a changing of the guard, and it made me think. Made me feel old, to be honest. So I think first up here it says. Um, we're building the future of interactive entertainment on a foundation of legendary franchises and innovative new experiences, which represents massive opportunities for growth. Laura, Laura Miele, Mia, Miel, previously EA's chief operating officer, will take over as EA president of entertainment, technology, and central development. That's, that's too much. Uh, where she will work closely with Vince Sampella and other well-known execs. Cam Weber, who rose out of EA's football games, will continue to lead EA Sports football. That must be American football. Uh, both will enjoy expanded control over their respective labels intended to give them more oversight over budgets and decision-making flexibility. I can tell you from experience that EA is so hard to work with. All their different teams are different teams. Like you can't go to uh, like Madden and be like, all right, cool. We worked this cool thing out. All right, if I'm Adidas, we worked out this cool thing. We got our shoes in the game. All right, so now we're going to get, we're going to get the same shoes in FIFA. Got to call FIFA. Different team. What? Time out. It's a different team. It's, it, it's crazy. In fact, I was making that point today talking at work, talking about the Nike Air Max deal with Fortnite, if you saw that, which is not going to make our pod because who the fuck cares? It's such, it's it's such a lame activation. Wizzic. But they did like, again, I'll go on my small short rant here, but it's so air, it's so over Air Maxi. Like if it was just Nike, it would be dope, but it's, it's all about one one sneaker technology like air is a, a sneaker technology at nike like boost is at adidas mm-hmm. right so it's like if they made like a boost world it's like nobody cares about your sneaker technology you dork <laughs> give us a swoosh let them have the shoes in the game but don't make a person out of an air max shoe and there's all these little like they let the product team do so much there's all these little like elements and components that are very specific to the air max shoe and i'm like who the fuck is playing fortnite that knows that yeah they, they let the product teams do too much. So this is one of those same things. So hopefully this will help them, you know what I mean? Make a little bit more sense in their decision-making and not be so myopic. And like, I don't know, all I make is FIFA or all I make is the Madden game. Like zoom out a little bit. So it's weird. It's, hopefully it's addition by subtraction, right? You know, they'll separate there, but then they'll actually get more from it. Um, we'll see how it goes. A little research from our Diablo pod. There used to be a Blizzard North and a Blizzard South back in the old days, and there's not a Blizzard North anymore. So maybe having the two the two separate teams under the same umbrella will not work. We'll see. All right, Chad, what have we got in games? In games, the big games, reveals, and trailers from the Xbox Showcase. Microsoft uh, promised games, 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 and Starfield ahead of its annual Xbox Showcase <laughs> held Sunday. A promise it delivered on with uh, an event focused on in-game and in-engine footage. Here's what we, or here's uh, what caught our eye. Playground Games Fable kicked off the show. Compulsion Games oh. debuted south of Midnight, which comes to Xbox Series X and Windows PC, day one on Game Pass. Lucasfilm's games, new Star Wars games, Star Wars Outlaws, super stoked, features a new protagonist in a world overrun with crime syndicates. Makes sense. Spiritfarer developer, <laughs> Thunder Lotus Games debuted its next 33 Immortals game. Uh, Asobo Studio, hoping I'm saying that right, is upgrading Microsoft Flight Simulator to do more than just flying planes, including taking an adventure to Arrakis 
a Dune expansion that is coming November 3rd alongside the, uh, the film Dune Part 2. Do I get to be Timothy Chalamet in this? Because I would, would want to be that Timothy similar. Timothy Chalamet? Chalamet. You are, you're, you're my Timothy Chalamet. Chad. I fucking love you, dude. Turn 10, <laughs> what is it? Turn 10's new Forza Sport is a follow-up to Forza Motorsport 7. Cool. Overwatch 2 is getting a whole bunch of new stuff, something called Invasion. Microsoft will release a one terabyte Xbox Series X model in the carbon black colorway. It's super fire looking, dude. And finally, Bethesda, Beth, every time, Bethesda, help. Bethesda. Help. Bethesda Starfield got its own one hour showcase called Starfield Direct, which I think we all knew about. But I really wish I could have watched the right. entire thing because it was awesome. I just started to see like big game updates. I think it was Star Wars was the first one that just started coming across my phone. And I was like, is this all coming from Xbox? <laughs> like, what's, like, I knew the Xbox event was going on. Um, and I was ready for, you know, some, some Starfield stuff. But some of this news, it wasn't Star Wars that got me first. It was Fable. Yeah, people dude. were losing their mind about Fable. I, that's another one that, that's another one maybe we should do a deep dive on. I know people love that game. <laughs> I was like playing football. I, I missed Fable entirely. I think that's what happened. When I started playing sports, I stopped playing RPGs. Mm. I was like, ah, Final Fantasy was it for me. Mm. Um, so that was pretty cool. But there's a lot. Uh, Bum Danton's not here because Forza is his shit. I thought he would be hyped to talk about that. Um, Fable, Forza, Star Wars. That's like the big deal, right? That's the big gun. Yeah, there's a lot of like, it's not definitely not going to be like a like a Jedi Survivor style thing. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be more like, Remember like Knights of the Old Republic, where you got you, you weren't you didn't game. have to be like a Star Wars, you didn't have to be like a Jedi, you didn't have to be like a Sith. You could have just been like, like a smuggler with like a gun. Yeah, you can just go and like yeah, just, just be like be a dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think you know, they're gonna go through that. I like I hope it's gonna be a little bit like that. Well, two things I'm excited for. I think you've heard you and, and Anton more than anybody have heard my kind of again other rant about how I'm pissed at Star Wars. Like I'm not watching The Mandalorian. I'm like, ah, I'm not doing it. Fuck Disney. Until they give me rated R Star Wars, blah, blah. Did you hear that they're going to do that? They greenlit? No. I think I read that headline somewhere that they greenlit for us to start getting some like adult, like, like you know, rated R and or more, rated MA, whatever. Star Fucking Wars, finally. I might, I might be making that up. No, I hope Star you're Wars not. rated R. If I am, I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, mm. Star Wars already confirmed a hilariously R-rated fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, let's go. Violent Star Wars fans pitch the yes. This is this is what I've been looking for. Dude, if Mandalorian uh, was rated so, R. Oof. Oof. Oh my god. It, rated oof. R, put it on HBO. Put season oh four on god. HBO. Give me the I need the gore. I need to see the sand snake, but with Mandalorian blasters. Give me that. That he was fucking. That guy was fucking. He was fucking he was, everybody. He had a sand snake, dude. Pause. <laughs> he had the sand snake. <laughs> uh, speaking of sand and snakes, uh, Dune. That this flight simulator thing with Dune. This is the coolest fucking collab. Mm-hmm. This is one. And again, you know, I do the. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. I go with the VR flight simulator. Oh yeah. I am going to wherever the. I didn't. I fell asleep in the movie. I'm going back to watch it because of this. I'm a huge Dune fan as of tomorrow. <laughs> no, <laughs> gotta watch the movie first. But th- like, this sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I, on, this? I, I don't think I've ever seen Microsoft because they've they've been doing Flight Simulator fucking since the nineties. I've never seen them do a collab before. So this is what maybe their first collab. Kind of kind of kind of a cool collab. They, they do like airport, you know, to be able to like, oh we, now we've got JFK, you know, <laughs> but like this is 
I mean, like Microsoft Flight Simulator is just because it's fun and, and interesting is one of the most popular games, period, certainly in the VR space. Um, but being able to hop into do like, I don't know, I'm really interested in the physics and like how did their little flappy wing helicopters work? Like, I'm really excited to hear about this and it's, it's about the realism. So I think it's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm hyped on that. I can't wait to see what they do with it. That should be good, man. We'll see how it goes. I think in a normal episode, we would take a look at Star Wars Outlaws right now. But this isn't a normal episode. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Wah. It's us. We're this guy. <laughs> uh, but Diablo content coming to you soon. You're going to love it. Part one is solid. Part two is some really strong work. That's where the game really goes in terms of story and expansive. They made it three times bigger. I could go on about that. They doubled the team size. More than that, from 17 to 50, and then to 70. Either way, I can give you Diablo facts all day. Catch our Diablo pod. Before we leave right now, Shad, anything you've got for the people? Yes, obviously, thank you for watching. If you can follow, like, subscribe, that would help us. Everyone who talks to us in the comments, we don't care who you are. Thank you for talking to us. Super awesome. And finally, look at the Discord. We're going to have a link for that real soon. We want to build a community of casual gamers to be able to hang out, support each other, and just talk about cool new stuff that's happening in gaming. That's all I have to say. So we can find, right? Help us find the best things in gaming every week for our You Love to See It segment. We're looking for y'all. Y'all looking for us. We appreciate it. Thank you. We'll talk to you very soon. Shad, you are the fucking man.